everybody. It's Indy Lee and welcome back to Coming Clean with Indy Lee. I'm your host. And today I am so excited. I am sitting down with Salim Singleton. Now, Salim is a Brooklyn-based content creator extraordinaire in my mind. Um, I'm absolutely in love with what he actually is creating and the way he's creating. But what drew me to Salim was I had this experience where I got to sit down and just talk to him. And I'll be honest, everybody, I fell in love with his passion. I fell in love with his authenticity. And I just thought he was one of the oldest soul. And I, I turned this before ancient souls I've ever met. And so welcome to Coming Clean, Salim. Thank you so much for being part of this. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I am, we've had a couple of little snafus with um, our technology today, but I think we're back and running, which is exciting. And as I kind of told you before, this podcast is so much about, you know, living with purpose, right? Finding your passion. And sometimes your passion or your pain turns into your purpose. And then really, how do we stay present? And um, I like to start every podcast off by asking the same question, because I do, in my experience, believe that people's purpose is usually defined by something that happened to them, either, you know, a pain point or a passion point. And then all of a sudden they realize that's, that's what they want to do. And it's what drives them. So I was curious what that moment was for you when you realized that your purpose was really to create inclusion of black men in the beauty industry. Cause that's a very interesting like point where you're like, this is what I need to do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that you say purpose because when I came up with the idea for the method male, um, it was it was because I was taking in so much content on YouTube some years ago, and I was loving ev- from everyone, you know, men, women, in between. But I wasn't seeing myself, and it's something that you hear so much. But it, it, it was something that I loved to take in, and after a while, I realized there were some things I couldn't do because maybe things like hair texture, and I, and I immediately saw that there was this space where I wasn't seeing black men or dark skinned black men or men with hair textures like mine. And I knew that it was something that I wanted to do. And it's interesting that you said purpose because it wasn't particular. It didn't come to me as a goal to be an influencer or to even be a YouTuber per se. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a a feeling. I felt it. It was like, Oh my gosh, I, I have, I hear like a calling. Oh yeah. Because you hear so much about purpose. And I, you know, I've always wondered what was, you know, how does it feel to know what it is? You can say that something is your purpose, but when I discovered the space for the method male and, and making sure that there was some type of um, presence for black men in the, at least in the beginning, the beauty content creating space, I knew that that was my purpose and that I had to create some riffs in what was normal at the time. Oh, I, I think you definitely did it. I mean, and you're certainly being noticed. I noted that, you know, you are now a contributing writer for Birdie, which is yeah. incredible. I mean, did they find you through your TikToks? Was it YouTube? Was it Instagram? Um, well, you know, I, I, I started creating for the Method Mail on Instagram. The idea started in 2014 and I, and I did some videos on YouTube, you know, dabbled. Mm-hmm. But when I got on Instagram in 2017 is when I started to be consistent. And I think... Um, I've been exposed to so many really incredible people in the beauty community that somehow my name got around and, and the editors at Birdie, they liked what I was doing and, you know, my my voice, you know, mm-hmm. according to what they said. And they offered me my own column and to be a part of their um, inaugural Birdie Boy franchise, you know, making sure that there's a space for male identifying people in the larger conversation of beauty over there at Birdie, which we know is one of the larger platforms for beauty. 
I love Birdie. I've always loved their franchise. I think that what they're doing has always been spot on and just proves the point. Look, they got you. So, <laughs> so no, I, I love Birdie. I, me too. And I love, I really do enjoy all their content. So tell the, uh, the listeners here a little bit more, more about what Method Mail is and how it came to be. Yeah, well, you know, initially it was an idea that I had, you know, like I mentioned, watching YouTube, particularly mm-hmm. seeing the Michelle Fonz and. Um, oh, me too. Bethany Motors at the time. Yes, yes. Big campaigns for YouTubers on the New York subway. And it was, you didn't, it was the beginning of people starting careers in beauty, but I didn't even want that. Um, but I, I, I just wanted to create content. I've, I've always from very early age identified with the world of skincare and beauty in my own way. First out of necessity of being taken to the dermatologist as a teenager and then working since I was 12 or 13 years old and taking my own money and going to the supermarket and the drugstore and discovering all these different products. Oh my gosh, you really are a beauty junkie. Oh yeah. Since I, you know, it was like something that I thought was so much worse than it was. You know, I thought I was so like, you know, and you go looking for solutions at at that early age. But I also found that like being in the beauty aisle also put me next to the magazines, which really gave me a love for beauty media and fashion and photography. So those things kind of combined because it was a superficial thing, but it, but it, you know, I've always loved the, the media and I've always loved the lights and, and creative and I've always been an artist. So the Method Mail started as just something that I wanted to do to create beauty content and to perform acts of beauty, makeup. I did some, some how to wear dresses videos. Like I just wanted to do what I do, not because it's a gimmick, like, oh, that guy's wearing a dress. This is what I do. So let me just make a video. Um, and shortly thereafter, I just, you know, because I wasn't being consistent on YouTube, it just kept me up at night. I knew that this was my purpose and I had to figure out how to make this into something that I was doing all the time. And then I took it to Instagram. So essentially the method mail just really became something for me. It was, I never had a goal to be an influencer. I never had a goal to, you know, become viral or even receive PR. I was just using what I had. I was um, doing a lot of early DIY videos with food, mm-hmm. which is now frowned upon. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it just so happens that, you know, the community embraced me very early on. And, and then I started to become more um, exposed, exposed to more brands and green beauty and really looking at ingredients, which is stuff that I've always subconsciously done. And then essentially the method mail, it, it's a voice for men in the beauty space. I don't put any gimmicks or, you know, I, I try not to make it a gimmick that I'm a guy. I, it, what I'm doing is presenting some form of normality for a man or a man like me, more particularly a black man, to be able to have someone to give him advice as it pertains to beauty and self-care. We all um, would like to have or could use or, you know, it's, it's effective when we can see ourselves in beauty media, not just in social media assets or in commercials, but we also want to receive advice from people like us. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that goes to the, gender. sorry. Oh, uh, no, no. I, I agree with you. That goes to the influence, you know, there's, and you and I've had this conversation, you know, there's a difference between a content creator and an influencer. Absolutely. And you went at this as somebody who wanted to create content so that others saw themselves when they're going through social media and that they had someone that they can look to to give them information, which then the more you created, it sounds like the more you became an influencer because you were helping people or or influencing their decisions versus so oftentimes we see somebody that says, I just want to be an influencer. That wasn't what you wanted to set out to do. You wanted to create content for information. 
Right, because you know my thing about influencing is it's like okay, it sounds cute topically, but it's like influencing what? Because I come from production and PR, and everything that I do with my art and with with the things that I produce are all intentional. Even if I'm just washing my face, I'm telling a, a story. You know, I'm using. Mm myself, Salim Singleton, not to be corny in the third person, as a character to, to be able to perform these acts that I'm using to become closer to the person that I truly want to be, which is only for me to know. And I'm using beauty as a platform to get there. It's not the larger piece of who I am, but I think I, I just wanted to uh, share my passion. And yes, absolutely. It, it, I'm really blessed and lucky to be able to say that this is my job and that I, you know, I never thought that I would be consulting with brands and being approached by platforms that I was intimidated by, you know, I thought I wasn't even like TikTok, for instance, like what? And, you know, they approached me to help create some beauty content for them in December and January. And now, you know, my, my goals are shifting now that I'm, I, I think that I have, I'm here and, and people know who I am. So now what can I do with this platform that I have, you know, created for myself now that I'm aware that I, that I have that. So my goals for the future are to further the conversation through beauty media. I'm interested, you know, not to be vague, but you know, I'm working on a show. Um, oh my I'm, gosh. I'm, yes. Yeah. That's always been my goal. You know, I, I, I love the GQs and, you know, I, and I love even what birdie does with their, Insta, with their YouTube mm-hmm. content. And I, you know, I've always been interested in being an on-camera personality that, that is, operating within that men's beauty and skincare mm-hmm. lifestyle space. So that's something that I'm still developing and working on. But also, you know, I, 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 something that I don't get to talk about a lot on Instagram is the fact that I do have the ear of um, decision makers and uh, PR directors. And I'm, and I'm really doing a lot of work on, in the behind the scenes world to make sure that we are not only present as content creators, which is really fun, but we need more than influencers. We need presence. We need a diverse presence in the offices and the chemistry labs and the, in the yes. PR rooms on set production, the photographer, not just the PA. And I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about the rainbow of people that exist that make this industry what it is. Well, how can we have an industry that is inclusive if the, if all the different parts of the industry or the society aren't inclusive, right? It's very like I I find it interesting when they say, "Okay, well, we're going to create things for everybody. Well, how do you know? And this isn't just pertaining to beauty. This is really a larger conversation. I mean, when we're talking about production, as we're talking about shows, as we're talking about what do people want to see? People want to feel like they're heard and they're seen. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it something that's overlooked because the larger conversation about diversity always pertains to uh, the end user, right? Even if it's like the content, which are things that are created after the product has already been made. So again, there's there we're, there needs to be presence in chemistry labs so that yeah. we're not we're not having to go back and reformulate products or create deeper skin tone ranges because no one thought in the beginning to bring people that represent these broader 100%. groups into the development process so that not only it's genuine and it's made by people for people, whether that be women of a certain age or, or women of color or men. Or um, trans. Or, I mean, or, like or the, trans or disabled. Huge, absolutely. And that's you know? just it. What are we doing to make sure that there's age inclusivity? What are we doing so that there is, you know, skin, as you're saying, skin tone. But, you know, I my cousin is trans and his concerns for his skin are very different than my son's you know, concerns for his skin. 
And what are we doing to be able to make sure that when we're as formulators, formulating for a very diverse set? I love, I, I love that you want to be part of that voice and that your platform that you're creating through the Method Mail is going to be part of that. Because I don't, I mean, you and I had this conversation. I don't see the Method Mail as just content creation. I see it as a way larger um, platform. And I'm, and I'm, thank you for saying that. And I, and I'm still listening to my heart and discovering what that could be and and try not to have too much control and ambition and pushing it or shaping it, but still being available for these different opportunities and and being able to use my voice. It's still something that I'm adjusting to, you know, like, I'll be honest, like I'm not even, I haven't posted all week because quite honestly, I'm, I'm still this year after a year, like last year and being given so many opportunities within last year has really, I've had to confront my platform, you know, realizing that how, how, you know, there aren't a lot of black men that have access to the spaces that I have. And, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm working on just doing more, not just in a creating a content space, but making sure that there's room for other people like myself in the PR world. I have a lot of conversations with directors that are constantly looking for people of color to, you know, to work at their agencies. And, you know, I don't work with too many PR people of color, unfortunately. So, You know, if and I think the answer to what can we do is 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 you know it's I'm repeating myself and it's something that is constantly overlooked. We need to encourage a lot of these younger people and the the generation beneath us that are going to come into the beauty industry to become not only influencers but also founders, chemists, publicists, marketing people, copywriters, and I and I would love to see you know a lot of brands. Let's kind of move away from the obligatory. content that's about inclusion and let's just start to create opportunities to encourage people of color women trans people disabled people to become employed in this industry and maybe 10 years from now we'll see a difference in formulations from the very beginning marketing from the very beginning because i think it's happening i do i do think it's happening i think it's been a long time coming coming rather Mm -hmm. a very long time coming but i think that between the pandemic and then the civil rights movement within a pandemic Yes, I think that it has forced people who didn't want to see it, look at it and be confronted yeah. with it and get uncomfortable with themselves. I mean, yeah, and I think a lot of people have allowed themselves to be and people like yourself, you know, um, and it's not just something that is um, for white people to do. You know what right. I mean? We all. It, I'm just excited to have my platform to be a black man, to have a voice in this industry so that. Um, you know, having access to spaces like Birdie where I can have, you know, conversations like I had in my open letter to the beauty industry where, you know, I, I just spoke my mind. They didn't yeah. ask me what I was going to say. They didn't edit a word. That I is incredible. They posted it the next day. And, and that is what we need. We need people to be able to tell their stories, period, for themselves in platforms that we all um, share so that we can learn from each other and make this industry more than just about buying and selling. It's about community ultimately. Well, I mean, listen, you are speaking my language, as you know, I created Indie Lee not because I want to create beauty products alone. I, yes, I want to create cleaner options, healthier options, things that had less risk attached to them, but I really wanted to educate and empower and create a community that would be part of change. And for me, that is in so many different ways, including representation, 
I mean, mm-hmm. I've shared with you, you know, my, one of my daughters is black. I want her to see herself in what we're, what I'm creating. When I look towards products, she gets very upset, but I'm like, could you try this on? Use this, you know, um, and her aunties and whatnot, because I need to know it's not just for someone who looks like me. It's got to be more inclusive. And we need to have the conversations of what are they looking for? Yeah. Where is that? What what are you not seeing? Yeah. I'm not just talking about seeing herself as a as a person on there and. But in products, what do you? Yeah, need? what do you need? And what do you? Where do you? And I'm and I'm very, you know, I see that happening within people releasing products that are not pandering, but just addressing specific issues. You can you can see that in things as subtle as ingredients that are being used. That brands are starting to look at ways to address specific skincare issues, and that's and that's incredible. We all appreciate that, and it doesn't have to just be something that you know, um, men, for instance, like being like glycolic acid, and men learning the benefit, and especially men of color when it comes to um, the issues that we face with ingrown hair. Yeah. It's incredible to see brands start to incorporate these things into their formulations and their product ranges. And this is what we need. And it's, I agree with, you know, I had a conversation yesterday. I was doing a training for um, one of our stores over in the UK and I was talking about our peel pads. And I was literally saying for those who, you know, men out there, specifically men of color with ingrown hair, this is a great product to use. And I think they were always, they were a little bit taken back that I would specifically address it. And then someone wrote to me and saying, thank you for specifically addressing it. Absolutely. Let's not go around it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's important. And you know what? It's smart and it's a very underserved market. And it's something that through what I've been doing on Instagram is 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 not an old conversation. Black men are always going to want to know how to deal with ingrown hair, specifically in our facial area. Our hair grows differently. That's really all that it is. It grows back into the skin. And I'm always pleading with my friends who deal with facial hair, you know, to to get their tweezers first, no pluck, no alcohol. And when people speak to that, they get our attention. And mm-hmm. and and that's just, you know, we're at the end of the day, that's what we want. We want to attract more customers. We want people to, to look for their solutions through our brands and through our yeah. products. Yeah, but you know, for me, it's not even just about putting the products and selling them. It's how do I solve a problem? How yeah. do I help someone feel better about themselves? So how can I have them feel that they they're putting their best face forward to say, you know what I mean? Like, and whether or not their blemishes or not, it's how do they feel confident to be on? Because when they're confident, they're smiling, they stand up more. They're, they're willing to speak their mind because they feel good in their own skin. And that is what wakes. That's my purpose. That's what gets me excited. Absolutely. I mean, so, okay. So where do you think the method mail will be in five years? In five years, I, the method mail, um, as a as a company, mm-hmm. so I'm, I don't want to confuse that with myself. I know the method mail because I was about to. The method mail will be a media company. Mm-hmm. We will be producing longer form content. We'll, we'll probably be going into scripted. Yes. You know, it's always been a goal of mine as a, as a writer from from childhood to go into um, telling stories about. Black people and, and about uh, queer black people in, in cities like New York, um, and 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 just um, I, I see us going into products, maybe not skincare products, but definitely skincare tools. Mm. 
Um, and, and I think the method male will definitely have a presence in the beauty industry that will transcend uh, merely creating Instagram content for so, or, or social media. I see the method male being a, a institution that maybe started out as something that was based on purpose and representation of black men. But I think it's going to grow into something that's going to create opportunities for other creative people and professionals and, and and hopefully myself as an individual, Salim Singleton, through the method mail can leave some things behind that will last way longer than me. And that that is ultimately what my purpose is. And you know, just to mention um purpose once, because I don't think I mentioned it one time in this whole conversation for me, with that being something that I see for myself and even want for myself, you know, right now it's just about in terms of wellness and beauty, I just do my best to breathe. I recently learned through my therapist some really useful breathing mm. uh, exercises and, and to be present because in, in, in the sight of incoming success or, or ambition, which is something that we can all relate to, I think the, the biggest gift we can give ourselves is presence. And oh, you right now. <laughs> I just love you. I told you when I when we first said, I said, oh, my gosh, you came into my life for a reason. You are so right on. And you couldn't have fed me the line even better if I tried, because my final question for you was literally about present. So here you are creating a movement, right? And that can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly exhausting what you're, what you are going to not trying because I truly, I told you this when we met, I believe in you and I know you were going to create that and you are going to leave a legacy. There is not a doubt in my mind, but how do you stay present in the face of all this? It takes a lot of work. I, I do the work. I, I talk to my therapist. It took me a, a long time to find someone that would listen to me and believe what I had to say about my experiences. And now that I have that person and, 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 and also I've honed in on individuals that I can trust, that I can be Salim, not the method male, not a content creator, not the beauty guy. So presence for me is about remaining grounded and doing the work, the breathing, the, 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 the self-work, the making sure that I eat, um, seeing myself as Salim as much as possible and just allowing myself to be that kid from South Philly. I went on a date recently and um, someone recognized me, which was really bizarre. (laughs) It was really bizarre. Um, But as soon as I got home, I just did an exercise to, to remember that. Because in life, something like that so incredible can happen in New York life onto the next. So I, I remain present. I literally have to go home, breathe, sit down and remember the smells, the colors, the taste. What does she have on with it, with it, like her voice? So I can always remember that. Like, wow, you know, I, I never thought something like that would happen. And that was just the most recent time where I had to do a presence exercise. Don't go on to the next thing. Don't get on the internet. You know, I sat down and just took that in because I took that as like, Maybe God was trying to tell me, like, you know what? I know you're just here having dinner, but I want to let you know that I see you. And that was incredible. And I think it's incredible that you had the foresight to do that. As you said, we're all in a New York minute. And as soon as it's over, we're on to the next. It's always on to that next, you know, proverbial high of what's going to happen. Where am I going to go? Who's going to see me? And instead you said, let me be in this. I wanted to cherish that. You know, she 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 said. I, like something like I appreciate what you're doing for black men. I was like, what? Like, you know, that wasn't an ego thing. I, I really had to go home and take that in because when I started doing this, I always imagined that anybody would would be receptive to what I was creating out here. I know I'm super deep. I talk a lot. 
but people are supporting me like yourself. People are listening. It's incredible. So even when I'm done with this, I do a presence exercise and it sounds corny, but for someone like me that moves a mile a minute, I have to cultivate my presence actively or I, you know, I get, I can run away with myself. It takes work. I do the work when whatever the work is for you or whoever's listening to this, you know, it takes time to figure out what that is, what your ingredients are, what your formula is. But, you know, as you tap into it, take time for yourself and and, and practice in silence and solitude and cultivate your, uh, you know, be present because we just punish ourselves by constantly thinking it's not good enough. That was, I got an Oscar, but now I need two Oscars. Let's just work on, just do the work and, um, and, it's, and your work is only yours to know. I can't tell you what that is. You can't Google it. It's for you. And um, just remain true to yourself. And it's, and it's a daily practice. You are amazing. I don't think I, I could have asked for a better time spent. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for allowing me in your life. Um, because I told you, now you're stuck with me when we first stuck. And I was very honest with that. You know. Uh, thank goodness. So how could people find you? Yes, you can find me at, at the method mail on Instagram. I am there. Um, yeah, I think that's where everything is. You can even find um, some links to some of my writing Amazing. and content. Fantastic. And you. All right. And I will make sure to include them in the show notes. Salim, thank you. Thank you for, again, the gift of your time. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be my deep self. I appreciate it. 